Welcome to the Next Level Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Lee. Um, we are brought to you by Ridgeview High School Athletics. And today I am joined by Ridgeview High School track and cross country coach, Mr. Michael Stackhouse. How you doing? Doing good. How about yourself? Good, man. I appreciate you joining us today, man. Um, it's truly a pleasure. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, this is another first on the pod today. Um, <clears throat> this is my first former classmate to join the, the podcast. Um, Coach Stackhouse was a student at Ridgeview High School. We were both here together. Um, we both actually ran cross country together um, during the same time. He was much better than me. But um, everything has come full circle now for the both of us, and he is currently coaching cross country and track. Um, Stack, let's let's start off on, on you know your upbringing. Um, we know you went to Ridgeview. Uh, I don't. You're not originally from Columbia, though, correct? No, I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Okay, so you moved here in ninth grade. Um, actually, I moved here in tenth grade. Okay. Ninth grade, I was in two different schools. I started in Georgia, and then half of the year I went to Tennessee, and then I moved here for my sophomore and my junior year, and in my senior year I finished up in Virginia at Prince George. Okay, nice. Um, so let's speak on you know once you got to Ridgeview and you um what what drew, what made you want to start getting involved in cross country i mean first, that track as well I'm first sorry. off i actually thought i was going to r&e because mm-hmm. that's the school my mom she told me i was going to so like i had my mindset like i was going to be a cavalier but then um once she told me raise you i was like purple and black you know purple is kind of one of my favorite colors black if you if anyone knows me black is like my thing mm-hmm. but um pretty much i wanted to play basketball um i wasn't a basketball guy i came out there and i think you was out there actually Cause we had to run like sprints and then we had to run up the hills and i think that day i think i was the only one that ran all the way up the hill and coach rose was the coach at the time and he saw that and he was like he's the one that ran up the hill so i thought i was gonna make the team just because he said that yeah. and i didn't make the team so then i was like dang i'm not doing anything so i just joined track you know did a little track and i remember one day in the hallway i was just walking and coach rose was like hey stack what you doing this summer and i was like nothing really doing my cross country shirt the rest was history from there. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> I, I, I remember you coming out in 10th grade, you know, trying out for basketball. And uh, I think something about you, if you if you know Coach Stack, is his energy. Um, I've never seen you upset or, you know, in a bad mood. You know, you always are positive. You always are, you know, pushing out great energy. You know, you're, you're always in the moment, you know, present. Um, uplifting people and I think that's something that helps you you know be able to cook to relate to your kids I think that's something that's very special about you man um so moving forward um you joined track um and you also started doing cross country um I do know you were able to run in the collegiate level you know at the division one level Um, so so speak on that you know what what um were there any other schools besides the one that you decided on? Um, to be honest, the only school I legitimately ever got an offer from was Coker College. Mm-hmm. I didn't apply to Coker College because, you know, I, I went to a recruiting website and they sent me, like, they were like, hey, we're interested in you, we'll give you some money. Yeah. Um, I applied to Liberty, got in Liberty, applied to Hampton, got in Hampton, and applied to Coastal Carolina, got all three. But I had to think, I had to, like, be smart because my senior year wasn't as best me moving to Virginia it was just like a move mentally it just wasn't good on me mm-hmm. so I was like I need to go to the school that gives me the best chance you know to walk on so I told South Carolina State being that I like I like South Carolina I didn't want to leave South Carolina in the first place so I went to state 
Um, I was I was a walk on my first year, my first two years. I wouldn't say I was good at all, pretty much. Um, let myself go. I I got to as high as two hundred and ten pounds. Okay. In college, which most people don't even know. But it came to a point where I was just tired of telling people, like, dang, I'm not going to this meet because, you know, I'm hurt. In reality, I wasn't going to meet because I wasn't good. Mm-hmm. So, after that point, I just locked down, locked in, um, dropped about 50 pounds. And once I started, I told my kids all the time, I started competing with them. And every day, the people that were beating me, they were beating me by less and less and less. And then once I finally caught up, I just kept on working, and then eventually my coach, who's Coach Tim Langford, he's actually the head coach at Oklahoma right now, uh-huh. offered me a scholarship. He was like, hey, we want to put you on money. And, I mean, my books was already t- taken care of because I was on a four-hour academic. Uh-huh. But, you know, worked for that. And I came in college maybe a 535 miler. My senior year, without the injury, I would have finished 415 in miles. So wow. I'm proud of my proud of that. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. And, you know, it also, <clears throat> you know, speaking from – for myself as well, you know, you coaching a sport now that not only that you have a love and a passion for it, but you also have something that a lot of people can't say is that, and that's experience. You know, you've been in the the trenches. You know, where where you you've been pushed before. You've yeah. been in a in a situation where you know things are tough, and you know exactly what your what your runners are are going through at that time. So it's when you're giving them your knowledge and your in, input, it's not like you know. They, they should be able to listen to you and, and be receptive because you've been where they want to go. Yeah. And I think that makes a huge difference, man. A huge difference. Um, just still touching on college, man. What, what was your favorite what, – what, what would you say was your favorite memory of your time at South Carolina State? I mean, honestly, just like you would think that people would say, okay, my, my favorite memory was going to attract me. Mm-hmm. But really it's just like being with my teammates, you know. We did everything together, you know, we worked out together, you know, after practice we go into the calf and we just mm-hmm. we eating food and we you know we just cutting up. After practice we would hang out. Mm-hmm. And just being around my teammates, it was always like positive energy, it was always like a fun environment. And it's something I kinda wanna make with my distance squad I have right now. because um, if anyone knows my distance squad, you know, we're always together, you know, we're always having fun, mm-hmm. we're always joking around, just because the energy just I'm I don't like like you supposed to say I was um not a mad guy because mm-hmm. I don't like myself to be in that type of energy I kind of sometimes even when I'm down or you know I'm feeling depressed I I make myself the positive energy just because I don't like being in that negative mindset because I know so many people like they kind of feed off my energy and if I'm down sometimes they'll be down but yeah the main thing in college is just being around my teammates because I, I still talk to them like brothers and sisters today yeah. And I think um, you can probably, you definitely can relate, you know, as a former, you know, former athlete who competes. Um, what you miss most when you hang it up is the the camaraderie, you know. Yeah. And like you said, is the, the locker room or, you know, the time with your teammates, the, the late nights that you go out, you know, grabbing food. Or, and the you cafeteria. Know, the cafeteria, yeah. exactly. You yeah. know, just hanging out in the dorms, playing video games or Whatever it is, you know, just hanging with the group of people that you work hard and you trying to reach a common goal, I think that's something that, you know, once you hang it up, is what you miss the most. All right. So transitioning. <clears throat> so now you went from coach, I mean, running at South Carolina State to now being the coach, you know, being a coach of, you know, the sports that you participated in at your old school. Um, 
what led you into coaching, man? What what gave you that um, what gave you that push in this direction to make you say, you know, I think I'm gonna start coaching? Um, my last two years, I dealt with like hamstring injuries. Mm-hmm. So, and even at my best, I knew like realistically I wasn't gonna be a professional right Yeah. So, but I still wanted to be in a sport. Like I always have to do something. I couldn't just be, you know, just working like a normal job. Which is nothing wrong with people that work a normal job. I just know me. I have to do something engaging that you love. That I love. Because if I don't, if I'm not passionate about it, I won't do it. Just, yeah. it's just me. So I reached out to um, the then coach at the time, Coach Kennison. I was like, hey, you need assistant coach. And she said she had an opening because my assistant now, um, Coach O, she had left. So. Mm-hmm. I took her. I took her spot. Um, coached under Coach K for two years. Last year, she was like, "Hey, I'm retiring. Applied for the head cross country position, and I got it." Okay. Which um, I think I'm pretty sure. No, I'm definite. I'm the first African American cross country coach in review history. So I think that's pretty big. Man, barrier breaking. Yeah. I think that's huge, man. Um, I think especially you know. <clears throat> to come back to your old stomping grounds and be able to give back to the you know the community that you're from or the you that you spend a lot of time in, I think that's special. And um, you know, the other other coaches here, you know, there are some, but it's a difference. And I think yeah. you know that you know we've walked these halls, you know, we were these kids, and yep. so w- when we were able to get in their ear or you know talk to them, it's. It comes from, you know, a different perspective because we are them, you know. We, we're one and the same, and I think that's really special. And I really love, you know, with the hiring now with Coach Howard, you know, getting Ridgeview Blood, you know, back in the school I think is a great thing because, you know, we, we grow up, you know, in this school. We love Ridgeview High School, and, you know, I think it shows in the amount of work and, you know, the time that you put in. Definitely. Yep. Yeah, so you coach cross-country. And you also do distance, right? You yes. do boys and girls, correct? Boys and girls. Okay. So, so how far? How is the season going so far? You know, we're currently in the spring, and you're in the middle of track season. Let's speak on the season so far. How's it been going? Um, I'm gonna be honest. It's been it's been a tough year. Mm-hmm. You know, just because you know COVID, we haven't been able to do stuff that we want to do. But we've been making progress. I know on my girls on my girl side, I have an extremely young team. Yeah, I have an extremely young team. Um, on the girl side, I'm not losing any girls after this year. Um, I, my core is made up of sophomores, freshmen, a couple juniors, and I got, I got a lot of middle schoolers. Like, as of now, my fastest 800 runner is a seventh grader. His name is Miracle Smith. Okay. Um, okay, Miracle. But on top of that, yeah, because you know Miracle, you know Ayana and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but also... Also, my sophomores now have taken like a step, like you know, Tori, Bella, and even my juniors, you know, Rebecca, or Kira, and on the boys' side, we have young talent on the boys' side, but it's pretty much like senior-led. Um, Tyler Gatson, he's made a big step. You know, this is his first year. He's actually been fully healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's bought in, and if you know Tyler Gatson, not only has he been doing big things on track, he's been doing big things in the community. Yeah. Like I. I honestly haven't seen someone have a senior year like him. Like, He's a next level podcast alumni. Her, yeah. Him as well as Bella Taylor. Shout out to the, those two. And Donovan Keith has taken a big leadership role this year too. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always been the person that works hard and researches his craft. But this year, he's taken more of a responsibility, just you know, setting that example. And I know some of the younger boys look up to him. Okay. But even with the young boys on the team, with Jacob Joe, um, 
played JV basketball this year. Yep, He's been doing pretty good. Caleb Allen, another mm-hmm. JV another basketball, basketball guy, yeah. first year runner, works hard, um, has a lot of heart. But yeah, we'll we'll be straight. You know, it's looking like we'll have like a good summer. So as long as I can get a good summer, a good conditioning phase, and I'm pretty excited about the future of this program. Yeah, let's let's um, you know, you you spoke a little bit on the pandemic, and um, it's been tough, you know, on everyone. And, you know, most people would think, you know, that since you guys are an outdoor sport, that we may be able to get away with a little bit more. Yeah. But what the reality is that it's hit you guys pretty hard. You know, it, it, it for one, took away your track season last year, and um, it took away a lot of your training time for cross country. So, you know, speak on that a little bit more, you know, the complications that the pandemic has presented and, you know, some of the things you've been have, able to do to work around it to, to still be able to get that work in with your with your um, guys and girls. Okay. As far as track right now, um, we've kind of gotten to a point where we know how to manage it. Mm-hmm. But cross country, that's when it was, you know, we don't know if we're having a season, you know, we can't do this, can't do that. But cross country, the main thing was just, you know, letting the parents – know that I have the safety of those kids so it's my number one priority so you know that's checking temperatures that's you know keeping groups in originally was keeping groups in like positive 10 mm-hmm. so no more than 10 I think I had about two to three different groups at first and then just being just being safe but the good thing that I do think with us being virtual for the most part most of the kids during cross country season if they did go home they hanged out with the kids they were already at you mm-hmm. know like Bella and Tori would go home hang out with They always stuck at each other's Yeah, so it's like we weren't like mixing parties and stuff like that. And thankfully we went out there and had, you know, we were pretty safe. Um, we went all our meets in, um, no pauses. So I'm pretty happy and blessed about that, honestly. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, you know, it's, it's truly a pleasure, you know, getting to watch you, you know, from afar. I see you every day pretty much. And um, just the... I would say, like I, I said earlier, just the energy that you bring, man, and, you know, the amount of time that you put in with your teams is just, it's really commendable. You know, um, I, I've never told you this, but I admire, you know, how you go about your business as far as being a coach and, and leading your program. You know, um, uh, the relationships you build and you have built with your kids, it shows. You know, those kids love you. They're always up under you. You know, in good or bad. You know, yesterday was funny. Um, I was coming outside, leaving the weight room, and I saw. You know, I always talk to your runners whenever I see them, and I saw some long faces. You know, yeah, yeah, day to day. Yeah, yesterday was yes, yesterday was um pretty rough. You know, you know, speaking to a couple of you know, you got a couple basketball guys, and I, you know, I've of course I've interviewed a couple of your girls, and say yesterday was rough, but um, you know, even. Most times, you know, if you if you bust the kids behind like that, they don't want anything to do with the coach. But even still, they're they're afterwards they're laughing, they're joking with you. You know, they want to be up under you. You know, pick your brain, and I think that's essentially what makes a good coach. You know, if if you show the kids that you care, like you've done a great job. You know, you know it's obvious that you put the children first, um, and you know their well-being. You like you said, you have them, you know, and their safety as a top priority. And I think that's what makes you special, man. <clears throat> um, let's talk about the, the track season. When um, when is the next meet? Um, our f- next meet is actually tomorrow. We're okay. at Rock Hill tomorrow, and Friday we're at Keenan High School. Okay. And tomorrow is April the fifth, the fourteenth. Excuse me, April the fourteenth at Rock Hill. At Rock Hill, and then Friday, 
the 19th, the 16th. 16th, I'm sorry. Friday the 16th is at Northeast. Keenan High School. At Keenan High School. Keenan High School. It's at Keenan High School. Um, you know, how, how many more meets do you guys have? We have these two this week. We have Wadsworth next week. And then after that, we have Region. And after Region, it's like events. Like, okay. You know, you got advanced state qualifiers. You mm-hmm. get the state qualifiers, you get the advanced state. Okay. And if you get the state, you know, that's usually the end of your season unless, you know, you hit a national qualifying time, then you go to the national meet. That's usually in June. Gotcha. So let's um, let's speak about your expectations. You know, I know this year has been rough. You know, I've been following your, your distance team, you know, via social media. You know, I keep up with you pretty often, and I follow both your pages. But what um, what are your expectations? You know, how do you expect to see your your team finish up? Because I know you guys are putting in a, a tremendous amount of work, you know, not only on, on the track, but also, you know, weights, you know, body maintenance, you know, taking care of their, their bodies and any ailments they have. But what what are you, um, what is your expectations on how you guys should finish up this year? Um, I know I have a couple that should at least make it to state qualifier. I got a, I got a, a couple that I think um, have a chance at state meet. But, you know, I'm just taking this day by day. You know, I'm not really trying to look too far in the future. Um, we got a meet tomorrow. We'll see how the meet goes. And then after that, you know, I'll sit back and look at the results. And then I'll recalculate some things and I'll make adjustments. How do you – okay, this is a question that I've had for you. How do you come up with the workouts? Because I've heard a lot about – you know, Rashawn Bird, for example, yeah. is one of your runners, and he's like a little brother to me, and I'm really close to him. He talks about how you bust his behind all the time. Yeah. So, what, how do you come up with your workouts? Um, pretty much like the the main thing being a distance runner is you know you need an aerobic base. Mm-hmm. So usually that first part of the conditioning season, we're just building that aerobic base up. Um, with, with the weight room, I try to make sure everything I do in the weight room like correlates to what I'm doing in the track. Um, like some weeks we have, we go half, you know, half on mileage in the track and we go half in, you know, percentage in the weight room. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't believe in just going there and just lifting weights, just lift weights. Like yeah. everything we in there, we want, you know, strong hips, we want strong legs, strong hamstring. We do a lot of single leg stuff in the weight room just to work on like muscle imbalances and stuff. And then on the, tr- and then on the track, um, some days it's just for aerobic building. Some days we know we need to work the anaerobic system. And, you know, some days we just need work speed endurance. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it depends. Because usually I have them on a cycle. Like, you know, usually they'll see a workout and then they won't see that workout for another, like, two weeks. So right now we're in probably the speed endurance phase of the season. So they've been seeing a lot of speed work. Um, and it's something I've incorporated this year that I'm probably going to incorporate cross country. We do a lot of speed ladder stuff. Okay. And it's not just, you know, people see speed ladder, they think just football and they think, you know, soccer and everything. But being athletic in general, it, it just helps, you yeah, know, being okay. agile, being able to go with certain movements. So it's just a lot of research I do. And then even sometimes, I'll like, every coach, you know, you have a workout that you think may work and it don't work. You know, it's complete dumpster fire. And with that, you just, you know, you find the positives from that workout or you find what doesn't work and you just make adjustments and you, like, you know, you switch it up next time. But, yeah. And it also depends because right now we have two different groups this year. Mm-hmm. We have a group that goes mile and up and we have a group that goes 800. Okay. So, usually my 800 guys do a little more speed work than my milers do. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, You know, it, it seems like you really – are in control of you know what you're doing you know you know you're very knowledgeable about the sport <clears throat> and um as a young you know we're young 
you know, yeah. I, I know, you know, this isn't the end goal. So what, what, what would you like to see yourself, you know, in the long run, you know, um, doing this? Is the college level something that you would love to do or? To be honest, I, I mean, I don't want to say never, never means never, but like, I don't really see myself coaching college mm-hmm. just because like in college is like, it's not as pure as, you know, high school. Yeah. College is like, it's a lot of, it's more pressure. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be in a position where, like, if college is someone is not performing, you know, at the end of the day, that's your job. Yeah. So you have to then, you know, maybe take their scholarship. Mm -hmm. And then for kids that are out of state, not everyone is good, like, with academics, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I don't want to, and then it's just like a lot of egos and pressure and politics. Me, I'd rather be at the high school level. Especially in South Carolina, where I can coach middle schools too, mm-hmm. so we can get them young and you know we just mold them mentally and physically, you know, just like getting them good in the sport, you know, teaching them life lessons, you know, making sure that their grades are straight and just opening like pathways. Cause I know track opened like so many doors away for me. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy how like Coach Rose on me a shirt and like tenth grade letting me, you know, meet all these people, you know. Me, Mr. Ross, and all these people, you know, Coach Warren, Coach KP, you know, it, it goes on. So it pretty much is just like, I I want to turn Ridgeview Distance into like a program that, you know, when we go to tracks, they like, oh snap, like, yeah. there goes Ridgeview, you know, like they notice us, you know. And I know I got the good mentors on the staff, you know, we have Coach Warren, who's mm-hmm. already won a state championship here. Um, Shout next, out to Coach Warren. We have Coach Brooks, who's on that state championship staff. We have Coach Don, Coach O, those distance with me. Um, we have Coach Carl. Coach Carl is new. Coach Carl was also in the same like athletic conference as me. He was before my time, but you know he went to Norfolk State. Okay. And you know we, as everyone know, we're getting Coach Proctor next year. Mm-hmm. So those are coaches that like heard really good things about him. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Between so him and Warren, it's just like. I can just I can always pick their brain at any time. Like I ask Warren questions all the time. I can ask like I can ask Coach Proctor questions all the time, and they always like they get straight to me and they're and they're honest. And that's why because with me, if and you ask any of my athletes, I'm a straight shooter. I don't believe in telling a kid something just because that's what they need to hear. Like if now at the same time, you know, with some coaches, I feel they don't know how to do. It's like you have to know how to say that without being belittling something. Mm-hmm. But like if if a rep is bad, you telling a kid that's a good job does nothing but promote you know like okay that's bad habits bad habits and once sometimes once you get in bad habits it takes years to break so yeah I'm as long as I'm here I want to turn this distance program into like a national caliber program yeah and I think you're on your way man you know just keep doing what you're doing you know keep sewing into these kids you know keep being a great guy that you are and I think you'll be able to achieve everything that you want to man. Um, once again, I want to tell you thank you for joining me, man. Appreciate it's it. long overdue. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm glad that we were able to sit down. And my brother, keep going, man. Stay on your way, okay? Appreciate it. Appreciate All right, man. This is the Next Level Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Lee. Oh, plug in real quick. Oh, go ahead. Hey, make sure y'all follow Ridgeview Distance on Instagram. Okay. We got good content out there. You heard it, Ridgeview Distance. Follow them on Instagram. Check them out. Make sure you hit that that follow button. But uh, thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Take it easy. And we're out.